Welcome to the Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be in this big, beautiful world, we want to welcome you to the Grace Cafe. My name is Dwayne Lynch, your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Robert Gregg, and uh, this is our uh, pilot episode of the Grace Cafe, and what we're going to do today is we're going to, you know, we're going to share with you what we plan to do, how we plan to do it, who we are, who we've been, and things like that, and then we're going to go from there, so for for... First up is my co-host Rob Gregg. I want to tell him, tell him, tell you guys a little about himself, and then you know we'll jump to me, and then we'll get on the, you know, get on the topic for today. All right, Rob. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name. Oh, well, you already said my name, Rob. Uh, basically, Rob 360. Whatever. But basically, with Wayne came with me to Grace Cafe. I had been kind of led to do my own ministry thing already, and I knew it was going to use technology, but I didn't know how. Well, I knew how, but I just, to be honest with you, it's just plain old procrastination. Let's just be honest. And, you know, like Wayne, Wayne tell you, I'm a gadget guy. I got everything under the sun, but wasn't even using it. Um, a lot of it, like, we was talking the other night when we had came from the Apple Store. You was like, you said, he's like, I know why you ain't been using it. I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Uh, you just ain't been in the right from your mind, and you got too many distractions going on for why you're not doing in ministry. Like I told Wayne earlier, I thought that my calling was going to be different. I thought my calling was going to be actually like everybody else's, you know, you tell your pastor, you got a call on your life, and you say, hey, you know, I want to sign up for classes, yada, yada, yada. Well, with me, it didn't work out like that. I had prayed like maybe about five years ago about, you know, what God wanted me to do. When I came up out, when I, out of prayer, I was looking on my laptop, and I saw these two ladies that were doing a video simulcast about ministry online. I was like, wow, God, so that's what you want me to do. You do ministry online, you know? So it took me a while to accept that because I just kept seeing, you know, it's, it had to do with tradition, you know, what everybody else did. You know, you get called, you go up there, pastor say, you know, son, daughter, I know you've been called, and they, you know, touch on your forehead with some oil, and you're going about your way. But with me, it's a little bit, to, you know, this, this is untraditional. Our topic is untraditional, or, or the theme for our show is untraditional, dealing with grace and faith and how to actually walk in that. 
So I'm just excited to be here, man. You know, um, you know, married father, two boys. Uh, actually, three boys and a daughter. Um, so I'm just excited that I just hope God will use us to reach the the from the what they say the guttermost to the uttermost. That's right. That's you know what I'm saying. So the thing about Grace Cafe is we're gonna have. You know, street dudes, people who not saved, their perspective on what they think is and what actually what God's word says. So that's what I'm just excited to, you know, be doing to be doing that. And um, just let God use us and we just we're hoping for big things, you know, when we we do the uh, Grace Cafe. Amen. And as for me, I uh I guess you could call me, um, well, I'm a minister. That's that's my goal. And that's my, um, you know, that's that's where we're heading with this, um, with this podcast. So um, the thing is, if to tell you a little bit about myself, I spent like 26 years in and out of jails and institutions at the end and at the end of that I uh I I got saved because God pulled me out of an abandoned car sent me back to jail and then I started seeking God from that point and what I what happened was was that I got kind of like after a few years in I got disenchanted with church with the things that I was seeing and uh, once once I saw that, my first inkling was to just not go to church anymore. And so, what actually took place was, uh, you know, I was I ended up in a church. You know, I ended up in World Changes Church, and Dr. Creflo Dollar that year was talking about. He started talking about grace. I think it was January 1st, 2012. And he started talking about grace. And I listened to him for two years, you know. And so uh, over the years, I watched certain things go on. And, you know, I've watched people, you know, come to church. I've watched people leave the church. I've tried to minister to people and, um, you know, and, you know, I've done outreach ministries and, you know, like uh, at one point I, I ran a Christian drug program. But what I noticed was that people did not, you know, they don't, you know, the people that I was trying to reach do not take the church. You know, they'll rather you know, be Muslims and things like that. He didn't take the church. And for a minute, you know, for a while, up until, you know, my transformation, I didn't take the church. So I was saying, you know, as I as I listened to this message of grace, I was like, if this is it, then why is it that nobody wants to come to church? You know, so... I said, you know, I got to thinking about it and a buddy of mine, you know, I got to talking to certain people about, you know, about grace. 
And so a buddy of mine told me, you should do a, you know, you should do a podcast. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm writing my book right now, so I don't really want to do that. So, you know, over the next couple of years, you know, Rob and I have been, what, friends for what? Five, six years. Yeah, five, six years. Yeah, I met him on the job, on, on my on my job, on my last job. And, you know, we got to talking about, you know, ministry. We got to talking about church. We got to talking about, you know, and I started sharing, him, sharing with him back then about mm-hmm. this grace message. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about on this show. We're going to have all kind of people on the show. I mean, some of them are going to be saved, some of them are not, but the overall point in having this this podcast is to give people a different perspective on, a different perspective on God, because I think that people stay away from church because they have the wrong perspective, because people in church have given them the wrong perspective about church or about people in church and you know I get that because you know I, I watched it I, I probably you know was caught up in that at one time you, 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 you participated because yeah I participated that, because that, that was based off of religion and, right. and, and, and like I believe that like when I listened to it like the enemy was kind of telling me like Man, this ain't the regular way. What you listening to yeah. and stuff like that, but it's it's it, it's very irrefutable when it comes to the fact that when it's lined up with the Word of God. Now we're not talking about changing Scripture and manipulating Scripture no, to make it sound that. like how you want to sound like. Because, um, okay, so it's like we're not talking about changing or manipulating it. Right. We're talking about how you will say a statement and then it'll be backed up with the word of God based on the point of view of what you're talking about. Now, it's one thing when you try to piece stuff together to come up with your own kind of doctrine. And that's what the people of God have been misled. Now, yes, we said we're going to be talking to about the grace message but I think what, what I know rather is that the people of God have been kind of led astray. And I don't think that the clergy is doing it on, well, some may be on purpose, some not. But I believe that the people of God have, to, they, they, they need to start seeing manifestations and, and stop just listening to hearing a message. Right. What are the steps to grace? So here's the thing. So um, I think, it it I think this is and this is just what I think. I think it starts with a pers- with your perspective on things, right? I think it starts with a perspective, but I think here's what happened with me. I was seven years in to being saved. I just got out of jail, and my my whole point at that time was I was not going back to jail. And so a whole lot of stuff was going on within the church, but it would it didn't matter to me because my mind said, I don't care what's going on in here. I'm not going back out there. 
right? And so about seven years in, I looked at myself. I was in ministry. I was uh, I was on a uh, I was a minister in training. Mm-hmm. I was running a drug program at the time, but at the end of the day, when I looked when I looked in a mirror, based on my life in church and my life when I left church, I didn't like what I saw. So I I prayed to God. I said, God, would you? I, I need you to show me how to live this life the way you intended because at that point I was frustrated with church because I was looking for you know things to happen supernaturally and they weren't and I was trying to figure out why and I was figure I was looking at it like maybe it's because I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that or I'm not doing this or he's mad at you right or he's mad at me right and so um, at that time, I was I, I, I was uprooted from the church I was in, and I landed in World Changes Church. And in that first year, I learned so much. But the thing is, is that, and I think I think you said it, but I don't think that people are purposely not teaching about grace. I think yeah, that they just I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't think that the pastors. Like, yeah, I that, think they just don't know. Right. Or they just maybe didn't get that far into it because I mean I I look at it like um, you know, right now I think that two of the best uh, pastors on teaching grace, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. is Dr. Creflo Dollar and Andrew Womack. And this is where I learned this message from, and I've been studying it. And I'm I'm I am in no way an expert on grace, mm-hmm. but I believe that God has given me a revelation on grace, and a revelation that I can take back and and take back to the streets that I came from, and share that message because. If I share it the way these guys have shared it, then I believe that, you know, people will take to it. And so that's that's where we're going. We with with our goal is to change people's people's perspective on God. And first and foremost, I mean, like you says, like, okay, first of all, what is grace? I've learned as a recent well, I already knew it, but there was never a a a, a a real in-depth study. Grace is simply stated unmerited favor from God. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can't sow seed for it. It's a gift. Right. It's a and, gift. And it's, and it's a gift that when God died on the cross, like I told Wayne, I'll tease him. I said, it's like pray goose sauce. It's in there. Whatever you whatever you need, it's already in. It's it's in there. So people are praying for more power. They're praying for more prosperity. They're praying for healing. Not you know, we have to be careful about with this grace thing or whatever, asking for things. He, okay. he it, it, it's all about. It's all about with grace. It's all about learning how to put this stuff into action 
and not just going to another conference or revival. Right. People are asking for more revival. Right. Why are you asking for things that you already have? Right. But I think um I think basically it it needs to be it, it needs to go back to what this message really is and um I think uh the first thing that needs to be understood is is that the gospel that people have been preaching might not necessarily be the gospel because what what happens is is that we we preach hellfire and damnation and all those kind of things and we call it the gospel and it's not the gospel the gospel in essence is good news and the the bible translators (laughs) yeah it's good news and then you know and the Bible translators of that day, they actually translated it as too good to be true news. Right. Right. And so over the years, you know, the gospel has been like a, what you call it, uh, a uh, cliche that what? people use to, you know, to preach different things to people. And see, what I've seen is, you know, I've seen, you know, preachers say if you don't repent and accept Jesus you're going to hell now while these statements are true they are mm-hmm. true that's not good news and that's not anything that anybody wants to hear and so what we are aiming to do here is to make being saved attractive you know and that's and and that's what the grace message is because this is unmerited favor it's favor that you don't deserve and so based on that we uh you know i mean our goal is to maybe give people a different insight on this thing yeah i, I mean and and, and I, I think the one of the biggest things is is that people want to make the gospel hard. They want to layer it with different stuff, right? And 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 that's when that's when you have all of those things where we're talking about where that's where the 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 message kind of leaked into the gospel where it kind of tainted it where it says you have to do these things in order to obtain your your salvation, right? And to obtain grace. Period. Where. Uh, I just think it's just it's it's steep so down in tradition that for some people it's hard to pull them out. Right. And because they, that's all they know from since knee high from a duck. And that's what they know. But that and I mean and you can't necessarily say that they're wrong because no. they're doing what they've been taught. Right. You dig what I meant? And so based on them doing what they've been taught, then you know a, a message like this or People talking about stuff like this is it will be hard for them to understand. But the, I think the bottom line and the whole thing is is to, is to, you know, really really get down in the word and and actually try to pull out what Paul was actually trying to tell us because he's he's talking about grace from I want to say from Acts all the way you know all the way through you know what I mean but 
he started really focusing on that thing in Romans. Right. And when you, you know, the first thing he said is that I'm not, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. You dig what I'm at? And he's saying that I'm not, I'm not ashamed of this good news. I'm not. And, you know, in him saying that, you know, he's saying that, you know, God has, has inter- instituted something to us or given something to us that we can never buy, that we can never work for. And then he started explaining all of this stuff. He, so he, 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 he began to pull back the, yeah. the, the layers of, yeah. of like an onion. Yes. And, 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 and Acts and Romans, especially in Acts, because it was said in, in, in the book, it said that if you can asp- ascertain or grasp Romans, your life should be different henceforth right, and forevermore sure. because now what is not talking about healing, There later on we're going to give practical steps to maintain grace and maintain the favor. You know, stuff like, you know, meditation, prayer, studying, reading God's word, with all these things, that they're, they're prerequisites. You know, and faith is a is a big component along with grace. You can't have one without the other. Because you have to have the faith to believe that grace is something that you can't buy. And like we were saying last night, faith is a, and I forgot to get my mustard seed, but um the grain of a mustard seed. Now, I'm I'm looking for mustard seeds. In the seed, I went to the store and looking, and I didn't know that the mustard seed was a herb. Yes. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm in the cucumbers looking. For, I'm, I'm thinking that it was an actual seed, like you put that cucumbers. I mean, but 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 it, but in, in actuality, it's a herb. Right. And I, I I don't have any today, but I promise next time we do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna have a little jar of mustard seeds because to me that's a reminder of. What you have to have for this grace, like I or like I called it, a grace movement. And anytime you have a movement, everybody not gonna move with you. There's something that's gonna be it's gonna be opposition. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, and that's cool. I mean, and that's what all what Christ did. I mean, they oppose everything he did. That's cool, and you know, and and the thing is, is that you know, it, it it's been said that revival begins with realizing our inability to to gain to obtain right standard with God through works you know we mm-hmm. we and and this is what um this is what but that's pushes, not scripture though yeah that is we, it, or the, we or the, it's it's we it, we don't have the oh ability, like you said we don't okay I said you said we saying. don't have the ability to gain right okay I, I, you know I, I, right standing with God through works right you know I mean because he's given us this thing called grace and you know what what I'm trying to to alleviate is this is that is I'm trying to alleviate people getting the revelation that I need to change my life coming in the church and then never even getting getting the word because you know something or somebody 
has pushed them back out of the church. And that's more so in our in our urban neighborhoods. It's hard to keep people in urban neighborhoods in church because they have such a distrust of us. So you it's hard I mean? it's hard to get the people engaged from the word go. Right. Because of the examples and the stereotypes. Because of the dynamic of, of, of church in general. And, you know, I remember when, you know, because I've been every, I, I, I've been in quite a few faiths. Oh, yeah. Me you too. know what I mean? I mean I've, I've been a, a Muslim. Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been in the Moor Science Temple of America. I've been in, I've been in the nation of Islam. Mm. And so I've studied all these, you know, different faiths. But it was this one, it was Christianity that changed my life. And so, so how was that so? Because you have people that are starch Muslims. Yeah. You have people that are starch Catholics. But for you, you're saying this is the one, Christianity is the one that pricked your heart and pricked your spirit. It changed it 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 changed me on the inside. Okay. Because I mean, because I wanted it to. And I allowed it to. And so, regardless of what anybody thinks about Dwayne today, what I do know is that when I gave my life to Christ, and I'm talking about when I really gave my life to Christ. Some people say you were for real saved. Yeah, for real (laughs) saved. For real saved, yeah. Because when I initially did it, it didn't take. I'm going to be straight up. It it did not take. Now, you say it didn't take. You mean that the seat, the, the, the word didn't, it didn't germinate it didn't go down and come up it didn't take it didn't rest in your belly in in other words for some reason it didn't institute change because when i initially got saved i had a drug habit Mm. so you were still grappling with that as well yeah and i was i was wrestling with that thing i was wrestling salvation and yeah a habit so i'm saved but i'm still wrestling with a drug habit right you know, and some days I would come to church. Hi. Hi. But that's real. But I would come to church. But that's real. You know, and and so, but the thing is, is that, you know, people treat you, when they know you're struggling, some people will help you, and then some people will brush Shun you off. You. Yeah. You know what I mean? They talk about you. Yeah, they talk about and you. And that's why they end back. up back out in the And street. that's why most people end up back in the street mm-hmm. because they were like I don't I don't need to deal with that well where's the grace in that, that though it, where, where's the grace in that there is no grace there is no grace in that, in that. so you know that's it, definitely not good news you know yeah exactly <laughs> so not good news my whole thing was that at the end of the day when I finally got it I had nothing else to lose mm. and when I had nothing else to how lose how long did it take you for when you got it, got it, where the habit dissipated. How long, would you, what time frame was it, would you say? I had to be put in jail. Oh. I had to be put in so jail. So that reminds me kind of like with the movie Ray, where he took he he thought that it was his fault that his brother died, and he had to get that monkey off his back because he too was dealing with, struggling with the fact that I'm responsible for my brother's death, but it wasn't my fault. Absolutely. And then he had to go into rehab and get the monkey off his back in order. And so, and that's when he, and that's when his life 
became it became a full circle. If you remember in the movie Ray, he was banned from playing in Georgia for like over thirty years because of the Jim Crow laws. But then it's kind of ironic how when all that stuff went away, um, he he was a welcome son to Georgia. So right, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's it's basically the same thing because. Just give people a person comparison. Yeah, it give yeah. yeah, and and it was a it wasn't a thing where I didn't want to stop using. Mm-hmm. I did, and I tried numerous times. You dig what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I always ended up back back out there, and it's easy for people to do that mm-hmm. when you know it, when people treat you different. So what what we want to do is we we our job as ministers. Mm-hmm. Or in ministry, period. Right. It's not to judge the person, judge the person on what they're doing or what they're not doing. Our job, and this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but I believe that I'm right, and I'm, I'm as ministers of the gospel. As ministers of the of gospel, the gospel uh-huh. is that I'm well, I'm supposed to love you until you change, and that's the thing that I had. That's what I had in my favor. I had a pastor that loved me. Out until of, I, until I change. What they say? What they say? Wayne, he loved the hell out of you. Right. <laughs> literally. Right. I mean, and and she literally loved the hell out of me because mm-hmm. you know it, it would it would have been easy for the congregation to push me back out if I wasn't as determined as I was. Because you wasn't going back there. I wasn't going back. You're gonna turn to a pillar of salt. Yes. You're gonna keep marching and so forward. So it was it was it was her that that. When I called her at two in the morning, and I was having trouble, period. It didn't matter if it was my marriage, my job, whatever, whatever it was. She took my calls. You know what I mean? And she loved me, and and I had already began making a change. But the fact of the matter is, is that if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here today. You dig what I mean? Because she loved me regardless. That's big for you. That's big for you to say that because we know that our relationships evolve. Um, and to to pay homage and respect like that is big because a lot of people they don't want to admit that, right. especially let alone you said a woman. It wasn't a male. No, you said a woman. So you really that's really major. You know, this is major because people, yeah, you know I mean, mean? You, you know what I was doing uh I was doing outreach one day and I ran into this dude I think I was on Good Hope Road and I t- you know I started talking to the dude and then the dude found out that my pastor was a woman oh uh, all bets were off all best was all best was off he ain't even want to he walked away from he ain't even want to talk to me no more really? I'm, I'm trying to figure out you know, in a sense, in that sense, how can you pick where your change come from? You dig where I'm at? How can you pick that? And you, you get in your head or somebody has put in your head because a lot of Tradition. things. Yeah. Uh, somebody is putting your head that a woman pastor is not supposed to be. Right. Let me tell you this. It was a woman pastor. That that's a whole nother topic. It's a whole nother that's topic. A whole talk show. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole nother talk show. Right. But that's the point I'm trying to make here. Grace covered me 
through a woman pastor. Right. You dig one, man? Right. And so this dude tell me, oh, you got a woman pastor? Oh, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't, I don't, well, I don't he, need to hear you, nothing. This person saved? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Oh. I was I was ministering, you know, I was like doing outreach. Oh, okay. And, and I just said, pulled up he, on him and was talking to him. He was like, nah, man, you got a woman pastor? I don't, nah, I ain't got, I don't want nothing to do with that. But sometimes, sometimes, people's own thinking keeps them out of the kingdom. But then other times... And the woman says, stinking thinking. People in the kingdom keep people out of the kingdom. Oh, yes. And so that's... Church hurt. That, yeah. And I'm and, and we're going to deal with all these kind of... We're going to deal with the church We're going to deal with all these kind of perspectives, but the fact of the matter is is that there's a message of grace Yes. that we are trying to uh, get people... You know, in in line with, or just bring it to everybody's attention. You know what I'm saying? And in a sense that, you know, I I just don't. If it's somebody that I can touch their life with this message, and if it's just one person that comes into the kingdom, then my job is done. That's but right. my whole point is, is that I don't understand how people will stay out of church mm-hmm. in droves because of what we in the church the believers uh-huh yeah because what the believers in the church have done i just don't want to be that type of person or i just don't want to want people to say oh he, you know he can't he can't touch lives because i know i can but the fact that the matter is, is that I just don't want to just touch lives. I want to see lives change. Transform. I want to see them transform. So to me, this is kind of like, I know we got to wrap it up, but this is kind of like being reborn again. Yeah. And already just, with being inside, it, let alone the people that are out there that are not saved. It's like the movement where you got to try to re-galvanize the believers into this not an old message, but a fresh, new, you know what I'm saying? Man, I guess uh, I just I just want to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it's definitely a different I way. Don't wanna, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to get up in a pulpit and scream at people and tell them they're going to hell if they don't repent. I, don't, I just don't want to do that. But right. I want people to know that God loves them. And accepts them, That's right. and that he's not mad at them, and that you know, it, all it takes is a step. That's all it takes, is a step toward him, and the rest he does. Right. You know, he does, and the Holy Spirit does. Right. And I just want people to understand that. And and my whole thing, man, is if God can change a joker like me. And a lot of people that's listening to this are going to say, yeah, this, you know, if he can change a joker like me, then he can change anybody. I hear people say that off too often. I guess I'm like John P. Key's song. I don't know about drugs. I don't know about alcohol or any of that. But he had his hand on me. And and I'm not trying to live. I'm not trying to live to go down that road because that's, that wasn't for me. But he said the end verse of that song, he says, 
because he had his hand on me. Right, he had his But hand you on. had to go that way or else you wouldn't be sitting here right now. Well, I think I had to go that way. Right. So people that have been or are where you I've been, you know, where I've been, right. I, can, I, I can tell them, okay, I was there. Right. And you can get out. That's right. You know what I mean? Right. You can get out. It's 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 not it's not that hard. It's a and, way of escape. And the thing is is that, you know, they think it's people think that it's hard, but the fact that the matter is is that, you know, people use this excuse that, you know, I I don't play with God. So I gotta you know, I gotta or wait, clean or, up. Or wait till I get right. Yeah, then I I'm gotta, gonna go. I gotta clean up and then I gotta go. Right. No, you can't do that. You can't do that for the simple fact is, is if you do that, you'll never come in. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a change that can be had, but if you keep using the excuse that when I clean up, then I'll come in. They don't know that God got the shower, bath. He got the whole he thing. Got, he got everything to clean you up from the head to and toe. You, and you it's just got to tune it. out everything else. Everything that's going on in the churches. And and people look at stuff like, and we're going to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. You know, Greenleaf. We're going to talk about Greenleaf. Hey, 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 hey. hey. We're gonna that's talk my about shit. Don't, don't talk about James Saints and May. Sinners. We're going to talk about all of that stuff because. You sure you ready? They, you sure they ready for that, man? Yeah, they ready for it. They ready they, for they it. They might because, put you up on the cross. Yeah, they can do what they want, but the fact of the matter is that as, as dynamic as Saints and Sinners and Greenleaf Green is, I think the, it's much needed. It's the truth. Right. You know what I mean? And grace even covers that. Of course. It covers that to to the extent that even though the people in both of those shows are going through the stuff that they're going through, mm -hmm. there's a grace to get out of all of that that's stuff. Right. And that's all I'm trying to minister that right. you know, because I, I'm I mean, I I totally know, you know, how to I know I, Here's what I'm. Here's what happened. I learned to play the game, the church game. Okay. I came or, or, to church. Or the church face. The church face. face. Okay. I came to church. I praise God. Hallelujah. I did. You know, Moonwalk I did all backwards. that stuff, and I came home, and I sat on my balcony, or I sat on my porch, and I smoked a cigarette, and I drank me a glass of wine, and then I went back to church on Wednesday for Bible study, and then I came back to church on Sunday and did the same old thing. And then there was a point that I was like feeling like real messed up inside. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's where it starts. And stuff just started falling off. It was just stuff that I just didn't want to be a part of no more. Okay. And so it took time. And it's still, and, and I'm not That's even. That's key word, time. It a takes lot, a time. A lot of people think that. It's a process. It That, that you know, you're going to stop going to the Shake Shake Club all, right. of, all of a sudden. It takes you, time. You, you, you're going to stop going to the cabarets. I remember when I first got saved, and that was a fool when I did this, Wayne. I threw away every go-go CD I had. And I'm sitting up here, and then I said, I said, wait a minute. But does listening to go-go make you not saved? 
See, that's, let's talk about that too. That's the kind of stuff that we need to. We're gonna have to talk yeah, we about. Don't Does listening to Go Go make right. me not say? Right. Does listening to rap make you not say? I don't think Luther it, Prince. You know, I don't think it does, but I think the content of the stuff that you listen to, right? You know, it it affects you, but your spirit. It is. It affects your spirit. You know, and and. Your eye gate, ear gate. You gotta watch that. You gotta watch that. Just like the people that you hang with, they affect your spirit. That's true. And and it's just things that people don't know that keeps them ignorant or not really knowing how this thing really works. Right. Because if I'm reading in the Bible that, you know, healing is available to me or deliverance is available to me or prosperity is available to me. And it's not happening. It's easy for me to say that this is that this type of thing is not for me. It's for the pastor. It's for the deacon. It's for the people on the usher board. But it's not for me because the regular parishioner. Yeah, uh, for the regular person. But everything that Christ did on the cross was not only. It was more for we. It was more for us as Gentiles than it was for the Jews because he had to change a way of thinking in the Jews but he had to get us to accept something that we had no right to right right because they because the Jews had already matter of fact the Jews if I'm not mistaken correct me if I'm wrong they thought that Christ was just for them right you know what I'm saying and so so, you know yeah Paul Paul was sent to the Gentile which we are, and Peter was sent to the circumcision. Okay. Right? But what God did was he did away with all that stuff, and everybody is accepted. He loves everybody, and that's my my whole point here is to let people know that God loves them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done. It doesn't even matter. There's a point where you can say, God, and that's that that's what happened to me. I said, God, I don't want to do this no more. And right then and there, and I'm talking about as soon as it got out my mouth, police came around the corner and locked me up. And people would look at that and say, Oh, you went to you went you went to jail. Yeah. I I think I asked him because I said I don't want to do this no more. He knew that the only way that I wasn't going to do it no more. He had to pull me off them streets, and that's what he did. And so from that point, you know, it's a, it's a choice. You know what I mean? It's a choice whether or not you're going to listen to what the Word says. And the, and the thing is is that you're not going to always do everything right. Mm-hmm. You're going to mess up. That's right. You're going to run into some walls. And that's okay because all that stuff is learning experiences. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's right. And so... You know, we 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 gonna talk about a lot of stuff. We are gonna have some fun and and fun in here. We are gonna have all kind of people here. You know, we are gonna see some lives. And, and, and a lot of time, and not necessarily gonna be in this setting. You know, we may be. You no, know, we're. I mean, we're looking to travel doing right. this. So you know, so uh, we're looking to be mobile, not just in in four walls. We may have a way. You know. We may be outside. We might be different places around. 
the DMV, the harbor, whatever, you know, because we want to get you, you know, we want to keep you engaged and not just be in the four walls, you know what I'm saying? And you can be, you know, somewhere you can get to your friends, but, you know, we're going to have to wrap it up. We had, uh, uh, I had to catch Bishop Apostle, Super Apostle, because he, <laughs> he was on one. <laughs> I ain't none of that. I, I'm just a man. Oh, but I call him, he, I call him. I'm he, just he, a he man my, trying to live right He now. my cyber pastor. I'm, I'm his associate minister. I'm the, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what we're going to do. But we, what are we going to talk about next time? Are you going you gonna to put that out on Facebook? Well, the next time we'll be talking about, actually, we're going to get into the actual gospel. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take this thing from, you know, Let's let's just start from Romans one. Okay. You because know what again, I mean? what 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 was what was said was was that if you can ascertain or grasp the concept of Romans, your life will never be the same. I know I'm excited about it. I mean, if you really get it, you know I'm just saying, mean? and that's what the point is. You have to get it. You have to get it. If you, if you, if you really can really get it, Romans. We just talking about one book. Yeah, we just talking talk about, about one book. book. But we're they mentioned Acts too, but it's one book that you for this grace thing to really take hold and resonate. We're going. You want to get the Romans. So, I mean, now I got to go read Romans like thirty times. I don't man read it. Listen See, that's to why I call him Super Apostle because oh, he done just... read that thing so many times. Well, look, we got to wrap it up. We want to thank you guys for tuning in and. Uh, I did, I did the Baptist Club. We closed six times before we closed. That's what he said the Baptist do. They closed six times. <laughs> no, but we were, we definitely want to thank you guys for tuning in. That's right. We, Hope you come back. Hope we didn't, you know, we wouldn't, you know, I know we broke all the podcast rules <laughs> that said you're supposed to be a certain time left. I know we didn't broke the YouTube rules, but it's more important the rules that man make. We do is we want you to get this and get it down in your spirit and your sanctified soul. And, you know, we'll find a, a more, is it orthodox? No, I don't want to use that word. A more structured way. Yeah, this thing you're talking about. What are you talking about? We're just going we to talk about some stuff, you know. We're just going to talk about stuff. We're going to have some fun. We're going to tell some jokes. We're going to, you know, and we're going to have some awesome people. And we're going to drink more green drink. <laughs> Well, look, see, that's why he's a super pop. I don't see. Kale, this dude drinking. Worst dude, man. Kale, almonds, and cinnamon. Straight from South East, my man. My so, big brother, man. So, next time. I'm Dwayne. I'm Rob. That's RG360. We out. Next time with Grace Cafe. Peace. Peace. This week's Grace Perspective. What's happening, family? You know, the word perspective is defined as the way people view or perceive things. And based on the way people 
view or perceive things, we are empowered to make better choices. We are enabled to live better lives. In my opinion, the message of grace gives us a different perspective on God. This message enables us to see God as a loving creator who has extended unmerited and undeserved favor on mankind. Grace lets us know that God is not this angry person sitting on the throne waiting to punish us for sin or wrongdoing. Grace gives us a hope that no matter who you are, where you've been, or what you've done, He loves and accepts us and will never leave nor forsake us. Thanks for letting me share this message with you. See you next time on The Grace Perspective. Peace. Change it now, just you and me. Wake up all the doctors, make the old people well. They're the ones who suffer and who catch all the hell. Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless. Yo, yo.